welcome once again to the Delco Young Democast. My name is Mike DeEva. Thank you so much for coming back to join us. Joining me once again, uh, Pasquale Cipollone. Hello. How are you today, sir? Not cold. Not like cold last time. This time. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, we cranked the heat up to 90 in here. Joining us for the first time is Alyssa Palotnik. How are you today? I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. All right, cool. So, how are you guys? How have you guys been over the past couple of weeks? I haven't talked to All talked right. to anybody. Um, finals now break. I do not uh, <laughs> do not miss that crap. My finals, and then it's over. Yes, it's beautiful. Yes. Well, I have three more Hopefully. years, at least three more years left until I graduate early. <laughs> oh, man. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> and Pasquale, congratulations on your recent induction into the Poli Sci Honor Society. Oh, thank you very much. I I forgot about that for <laughs> one second when you said congratulations. <laughs> When you said congratulations on the induction, I was like, to what? <laughs> I see that you really internalized the honor. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy week. Finals got me like... First, would Alyssa like to talk about how she got involved in the Delco well, Democratic scene? I remember I when I was younger, I saw the commercials about the Sestak versus Toomey thing. And I remember being angry at the TV scene because Sestak had the commercial about how Toomey was dog poop. So I remember being pissed at dog poop one. Then <laughs> like... Fast forward the five years later, I got involved with Sale for Green Space, which got me involved in the Elaine Schaefer's mm. campaign, and I've been active since. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of you guys were involved in Elaine Schaefer's <laughs> campaign, apparently. <laughs> it was a very emotional race. So <laughs> a, a lot of us are still here. And now we're all supporting Jen O'Mara. There you go. No, she's a young Dem and a <laughs> Democrat. She, yeah. she meets our criteria. Yeah, we're 42 and under. Yeah, it's such an arbitrary number. Like, I because yeah. I feel I feel way older. I'm I'm 33. I feel like the old guy when I'm sitting in the room with the rest of the group. That's what I don't. I'm like, what happens at 40? Like 40? Like at 43? We catapult you out of town. Like should, should I think that's what we should do? We should have like a kickoff like celebration like on your 43rd birthday, like five minutes before. We just all wave at you, and then we lock you out of the office after that. <laughs> just Viking funeral. You're 43. Get out of here, old man. Like, what? That makes... Uh, whatever. Just light the boat on fire and push it out to drift. It sounds like somebody was 41, and, or like someone was 40 and was going to get kicked out and kept pushing it back. <laughs> they started doing that when they were like 35. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, no, we'll make They're it like, 36. Uh, I need, I need, oh, sh- like, I need six more years. And soon Young Dem will be, you know, ages 18 to 70. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I'll be, I'll, I'll still be involved. Absolutely. I'll be, I'll be 68, pushing the age back. <laughs> How about 75? <laughs> just like every judge on, <laughs> yeah, on the planet. Ex- exactly. I'll do it secretly, too. Exactly. Just like, yeah. Yeah, well, in Conf- real life. Confusingly worded ballot questions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's a good segue, whether it is or not. <laughs> on a less happy note. <laughs> <laughs> First thing I want to talk about today, um, I... <laughs> need to sort of walk back something I said on Facebook a little bit uh, that literally nobody who's listening saw, uh, where I talked about the delegate race down in Virginia that was won by a single vote. And now the judge says it's high. Exactly. Uh, there was, uh, that actually got overturned. So mm. my, my big rant about, uh, you know, one vote matters. I'm not going to take that part back. One vote absolutely still matters. Um, but in this case, it happened to be a judge's vote. Yeah. What's um, going to happen now, next with that? Um, what happens next is that uh, they draw lots, uh, according to Virginia state law, which mm. literally means like they're going to draw straws or flip a coin or something like that. <clears throat> Democ- democracy I, in action. I was just going to say, oh, wow. So glad <laughs> the p- purest form of democracy then, is like, back. That means the votes don't count. 
I mean, if the vote itself is tied, mm -hmm. they can't, they're not going to do another vote. So that's kind yeah. of like, I don't know. I guess I can't think of a better way to do it, but it just seems kind of ridiculous to me. Oh, I have an absolutely better way. They can go back to old fashioned duels. Three paces <laughs> in a direction, turn and shoot. Ten paces fire. <laughs> with, a, with a gun from the 1700s. That leaves a... Everybody that now has Hamilton stuck in your head, raise your hand. <laughs> two, of, two of the three of us. I've never seen it. Listen oh, to the dude. soundtrack. The, the party. It's on Spotify. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. It's so dang good. The, wait, the wait. gay hasn't listened to Hamilton or watched it. Wait for it is one of the better pop songs. <laughs> one of the better pop songs that's a, that's been written, let alone like musical theater. I'm kind of showing my inner drama club. Here a bit, <laughs> but... <laughs> So yeah, they're literally going to draw straws or flip a coin or something like that uh, to determine control of the Virginia legislature, which is buck friggin' wild in my mind, but I don't know what they could do better. I mean, I, I see, I assume that they would just kind of recount it until it got, I, I guess until like a more solid lead was found, but if they keep recounting it and finding one, I mean, to me, it sounds like, you know, like my math problem on the test when like the first answer is way different than the second. I don't know. I just, that sucks. It really does. Like, yeah. Oh, cause that's, God. cause this, this literal one vote, I was listening to a piece on, on uh, NPR about this uh, earlier today. I forget which show. I'm sorry, NPR. The entire upshot of the thing was that the judge decided that they should count a ballot where the circle for the Democrat was filled in and then had a slash through it, and then the circle oh. for the Republican was filled out. And then in another place on the ballot, it was like another vote that got X'd out or something like that, so nobody could figure it out. The judge decided, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll accept that one. And that's the one vote that tips the scales back to a tie. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. <sighs> but it's... But I think... Oh, I never filled out a paper ballot in my life. Yeah, neither have I. But My yeah. mom hasn't either. I don't know... And that's and the the reason this is so frustrating is because that's for so much control rather than mm -hmm. having you know a Republican controlled by one vote, which you know is is if you're gonna have a lead, that's a really tough lead to have. You know this was gonna be a tie, which means that there's no partisan share; it's all co-chairs for all the mm. committees and stuff like that. And that old-fashioned fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I do. I the more I think about it, the more I think that a duel is the way to go. Actually, I'm telling you, I, I, I don't know. That's the murdering part. <laughs> okay, maybe like a Nerf, a yeah. Nerf gun. Paintballs oh, yeah, or when I was in seventh <laughs> yeah, grade, my teacher was talking about the murder of Alexander Hamilton. She got a Nerf gun out of her closet and had a kid shoot her. That's, that's the kind of teacher I would aspire <laughs> to be. Absolutely. Dramatic as hell. <laughs> trying, trying to keep my cursing to a minimum on this now. Then she yeah. showed us a video of the Jones brothers thinking they were still in style when there was like a year after they got out of style when they were, she was teaching about the White House. Oh, man. <laughs> I, mm, you remembered it, so I guess it worked. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I was going through uh, like Sunday school when I was a kid, there was the, uh, <laughs> the teacher just came in first class, no context whatsoever, turns all the lights out, turns a strobe light on and just starts playing some kind of weird, like, 1995 EDM. Oh, God. <laughs> and just dances for, like, three minutes. No words, what, no words whatsoever. <laughs> and then he stops everything, turns the light back on, and says, now that I have your attention, let's talk about Jesus Christ. Oh, that's... <laughs> 
I would I would have turned on the lights and been like, "Oh, this is the wrong room. I'm so sorry. Carry on, kids," and then walk out. <laughs> oh man, absolute insanity. But yeah, so we're still waiting on what happens. Uh, mm. The the most frustrating thing about Virginia to me, and we're going to talk about Pennsylvania in the very near future, I promise, guys. But the most frustrating thing about what's happening in Virginia is that Democratic candidates got 10% more uh, more votes. Mm. It was The vote share was like 52% of Virginia voted for Democrats for their representatives. Yeah. 42% voted for Republicans. And that was just barely enough. They've gerrymandered the shit out of that state so badly that te- a 10% vote margin was just enough to have a tie mm-hmm. for their representation, yeah. which is... Absolutely insane. We have a bad gerrymandering problem here in Pennsylvania. Look at the seventh district. How gerrymandered it is! It's literally two kissing Goofy and Donald Duck. <laughs> it's Bullwinkle the Moose. Yeah, it's 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 actually in the text in poli sci textbooks for the most gerrymandered. The second most gerrymandered was like Baltimore, and it looked like a fan. Oh my god! I was like, how? I saw I one. I forgot what state it was. It was literally like a skinny, squishy, squiggly line, and it really went from like. This way across the state, like worse than here. Oh man, it probably probably was here. It That's probably in, was Pennsylvania. No, it was yeah. Pennsylvania. I think it was Michigan or something. Yeah, there's a couple. Mm. There's crazy ones all over the place. I mean, North Carolina just had uh, the Supreme Court say that they targeted black voters with quote surgical precision uh, when they gerrymandered everything, and they actually have to redo all of their districts because they're so insane. At least they owned up to it. I, well, they didn't own up to it. The Supreme Court did. <laughs> At least the Supreme Court made them own up to it. <laughs> exactly. I guess, I guess enforced honesty is better than no honesty at all. But yeah. That's a big part of the problem all over the country. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Virginia, North Carolina, all over the place. Yep. Um, which is why, you know, there are a lot of organizations that are working on that. There's a lot of bills working their way through state senates to uh, work on these uh, independent redistricting commissions and things like that uh, to make sure that when 10% more of your state votes for Democrats than Republicans, then there are 10% more Democrats than Republicans in your elected bodies. There's definitely like this, uh, I don't even remember, oh, this, this would be such a good conversation if we did a thing on gerrymandering. We'll we'll do, I'll, we'll so do a full I'll yeah, back out. We'll do a full episode on gerrymandering at some point. Especially from the board of the seventh district right here. Actually the house that we're recording in here, uh floating somewhere over Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, is actually almost directly on the line between the first and seventh districts, uh, for the US house. Just which, build like a shed. Like on the uh, like right touching the street so you yeah. can argue that you're in a different <laughs> district. Yeah, no, my sewer line runs under the street, so there it totally go. counts, yeah. I'll just I'll start like just firing a crossbow with like wires on the other people's houses. Exactly, I'm attached to it. You can't back out. Exactly. This is this is this is as continuous as the (laughs) as contiguous as the seventh district. There you go. Want to uh, shift gears a little bit now? Talk about something a little bit closer to home here. Uh, The state of Pennsylvania um, has an atrocious legislature. Those guys are just the worst. And there's like almost no women. Yeah, there's practically no women, which is why it's so ironic that this uh, SB3, Senate Bill 3, uh, which was 
effectively uh, abortion restriction, reducing mm-hmm. the legal time you can have an abortion to 20 weeks from, I think it's currently 24 unless you're, yeah. unless the mother's life is in danger or something like that. And I want to put out right up front here that I feel weird as, you know, the cishet white guy talking about an abortion bill um, because as neither a person with a uterus nor a medical professional, this does not have anything directly to do with me. But <laughs> but I feel like it's an important enough thing mm. when people are trying to get in between uh, women and medical professionals that we should probably have the conversation. This was This was generally considered by every reasonable person to be unnecessary and hideously invasive and mm. problematic for any number of reasons. Uh, So, of course, our Republican-controlled House and Republican-controlled Senate passed it. Uh, Thankfully, uh, Democratic Governor Tom Wolf uh, vetoed the bill, uh, so it doesn't look like it's going to get through. I don't believe they have the votes to override. I think enough Republicans voted no for it to be overrided. Yeah, Yeah, there were actually a handful of reasonable Republicans. Um, What we actually did, uh, Alyssa and I actually went through uh, and figured out exactly which of the Delaware County... uh, State reps and the state senators voted yes and voted no. Unsurprisingly, uh, I think, what, what did we say? All but one Democrat voted no on this bill? Yeah, in the Senate. In the Senate. In the Senate, mm-hmm. yeah. In the, the House, House, I think five Democrats voted yes for it. Which, guys. Doesn't that just get you right where it hurts? <laughs> I, don't think, guys, I don't think any of them were from around here, though. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of the uh, like all the Delco Democrats voted no. All... So all of our all of our Democratic representatives, Kruger Branicky, Kirkland, McClinton, Davidson, Tally. I was going to add useless information. So sorry. <laughs> no, I can I can go back to it. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> not useful. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say Greg Vitale is not a Democrat. He's a Vitale because he's not Democrat or Republican. Like it, like everyone says. Oh, it's a Democratic district. It's not a Democratic district. It's a Greg Vitale district because, <laughs> like, he knocks doors every day. And it's not even campaign season. I mean, that's it's not awesome. necessarily a bad thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I'm someone like, Greg, was, it's cold. Someone was telling me, oh, it's it's oh, all Greg Vitale does knocks doors and doesn't raise money, so he always wins. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the Democratic Party should be taking a lesson from that. If someone because apparently he barely raises any money, he just knocks on doors and he wins always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to raise money when everybody knows. You know what I mean? Like exactly. That clearly is a strategy that works, and I can actually I can hear Gina screaming from wherever she is. She's not in this she, house anymore. She heard it. <laughs> I know she heard it. But you know that's that's something we should totally be doing. But again, another conversation. <laughs> All of the Democrats voted yes, uh, including uh, Williams and Leach in the Senate. Um, we're not talking about Dale and Leach on this show. A statement's uh, on the Facebook statements page. Statement's on our Facebook page. Pascal wrote a great statement. Yes. Surprisingly enough, Alex Charlton, who is a Republican, also uh, he voted, voted yes, yes in, in committee, committee. But he voted no in the House. And he said in an article, he only voted yes in committee because he was scared he'd be kicked off the committee. Well, that counts as a yes vote in my mind. Yes, it does. So, <laughs> F that guy. And thankfully, we have a great woman candidate, Jonah Maurer, who is one of us. <laughs> Charlton apparently is rumors he's going to be primary. Oh, that would be nice. That'd be cool. It's me. I switched parties and I'm running. <laughs> I'm actually a young Republican actually, now. Actually, it's the um, Delco Pro-Life Union. They're looking for Charlton as a primary challenger. It's purely pro-life. Oh, that can only help her. Wow. That wow. would be nuts. Wow. That's really interesting. And apparently they put stuff on the cars for St. Francis. 
2018 is going to be a great year, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Get your passports. It's going south fast. (laughs) Oh, ridiculousness. Uh, And then uh, on the yes side, uh, if your representative is one of these folks, uh, you should probably call them up or email them and tell them what you Mm -hmm. think about that. Uh, over in the Senate, uh, Mr. Killian, Mr. McGarrigal, all of them decided that they were going to vote yes on this uh, for whatever reason. I have no idea. Well, um, McGarrigal and Killian are Republicans. Yeah. And because McGarrigal's my state senator and Killian's state senator from where I go to school. Yeah. And they decided that this would be a good idea for them. I, I mean... They're just two old white guys. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> Surprise! Julian's come to my school before because he's actually an alumni. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully you can at least... Temple's not problematic at all, everyone. No, no there are no... Nope. Everybody who's ever graduated from <laughs> Temple is A-OK. And don't believe him. Ted Bundy never went to Temple. <laughs> never did. Who? Ted Bundy. He went to Serial Temple. Serial killer. Oh. <laughs> Fight, fight, temple made. Hashtag temple made. Now, do you know why they're not letting me speak at graduation? Well, there's nothing wrong with being two old white guys, but it's what Republicans are. More on that later. There might be something wrong with being old white guys. But and then in the House, a bunch of slightly younger white guys, Micarelli, Santora, Quinn, Barrar. Uh, they all decided to vote yes on this bill as well, mm-hmm. uh, despite the fact that, to my knowledge, none of them are medical professionals or women. <laughs> well, Mick Cornelli sure? was a military guy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if he was a combat medic, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I'm not I'm not that well versed in his biography. <laughs> um, but still not the kind of person who should be making a decision like that, in my opinion. Mm. These are the people making our, the decisions for us in Harrisburg. So... This is why we need to make sure that we contact mm. these people if the if we know there's a vote coming up, uh, and we're going to try and do a, a better job on this podcast of letting our listeners know when there is a mm-hmm. an important vote coming up, uh, so that you can start calling up all your all your state representatives and state senators and letting them know your opinion because that's the one thing that scares people like this. Mm-hmm. Is uh, and the thing is, the only Toomey's office never answers, but Charleston's office always answers, and Meehan's office always answers, and, we, and I even called McGarrickle's office once and they answered. Yeah, the local the local people generally will be a lot more I responsive. Charleston, I called. I think it was about the budget, and he actually wound up voting no for whatever version that was. Cool. Yeah, they they will, especially the state people, much more than the the federal level mm-hmm. people. The state people will listen to their constituents because they get, frankly, they just get so many fewer. Calls. I remember the thing though when I called McGarrickle, there's about some environmental bill. He did he did vote yes for the anti environmental bill, but I think we both wind up vetoing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's thankfully we've got a governor who is at least semi reasonable. <laughs> I like Governor Walsh. He's he's. <laughs> we need to film this at one point so you can see everything that's happening in the room and not just the noises. Yes, I edited out the head desk noise. So, <laughs> um, but you know, at least he had the good sense to veto SB three here. It, it was far too. The fact that it passed is really kind of disappointing in a state like mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. You know, I don't. Like, it feels like we're in the middle of. North Carolina, because of how red it is. Yeah, I mean, people, people, I feel like, think of Pennsylvania, oh yeah, that's a blue state because of Philly and Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but it's actually, like, 
dark red purple purple verging on red um which yeah. is kind of alarming maroon <laughs> yeah i know especially when you get to like <clears throat> you like to stir eerie like that yeah yeah further out west especially um pasquale i know you had a uh, <laughs> an experience with uh somebody from out west when you were in harrisburg oh okay all right if we're going there i'm just i'm just gonna lean back and let you do this <sighs> all right all right kids well when I was in, I was interning in Harrisburg for a few months. I'll make this fast. Um, February second was a very wild day. We were watching the Senate, and we heard SB three was coming up. It was going to Judiciary Committee, and it got considered on the sixth. The so, oh, we'll also do a half civics lesson here. Uh, bills have to get considered three times. The first two times there's no vote, and on the third time there's a vote. So it got considered for the first time on the 6th. And then on the third time, which is February 8th, is when it voted and passed. Now, before I start, James Brewster is a senator in Pittsburgh, outside in the suburbs. He's the only Democrat that voted for this. So if you live in the counties of Allegheny or Westmoreland, please run. And please just get rid of Brewster. These opinions belong to Pasquale and not the Delco Young Dems in general. Let me. When is this guy up for election? Throw that in. Um, I do not know specifically when he's up for election. Either up in 2020 or 2022, probably. Whatever the year, it's not soon enough. Uh, <laughs> special election now. Or recall. This year. Um, but in the Senate, there were 17 Democrats that voted against the bill, which is all of them except for James, and then one Republican who voted against it. It was Lisa Baker. And Lisa Baker gave a really insanely upsetting story. Basically, the gist of it was uh, legislatures should not start giving out medical mandates because then you don't stop at medical mandates. And I watched from Lieutenant Governor's office and I was like in tears listening to her story. Um, I won't fully repeat it because it's her business. But and it's on YouTube. I watched it. Yeah. If you go to... Um, Pen live on YouTube. There's a video where she talks about it, and in it she's upset, and you can see visibly. I think it's Barlotta, Senator Barlotta. I think is behind her. Blue Barlotta. He... No, no, no. No, yeah, he's the guy running against Casey. Yeah, no, this is a this is a woman. She she's visibly upset, but still voted for it. And if you ever get the chance to watch like the whole clip, Lisa Baker or Senator Baker is talking about it. And her story like makes you upset. And then the guy right after her is like, well, I have a son, so I'm voting no. And it's like the the bill would essentially jail doctors that perform abortions and after the 20 week period. But it's medical professionals know what they're doing. So if they're suggesting it after 20 weeks, it's not because they just want to do that. So I mean, a lot of people don't even know that they're pregnant at 20 weeks. Like, like I don't know. This is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Senator Baker, her speech. Oh, it was introduced by Senator Brooks. She don't know me, but I know her. <laughs> and when it was like when it was introduced, and there was the whole thing about like people going to jail and everything, I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. This is a a Brooks Senate bill. Um, but it got to the House. Do you know what Leanne's change to the house, to the bill was when it got to the House? There were two changes to it in the house. Not off the uh, top. Yeah, sorry, but I can. I can. No, it up. Uh, no, it's so exhausting to navigate the PA House website. Yes. Like, oh yeah, I remember Jen tried showing me and I got confused. It's a mess. You know, yeah. you need to know what you're doing, and I even still have trouble with it. Jen yeah. knows how to use it really well. She knows like every little thing Charlton's doing just because of that. Yeah, it's crazy. 
I guess that's my story. Hmm. Thank you for going there with us. It was replace good. Brewster. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> replace Brewster. Yeah, that's pretty scuzzy. Mm. <laughs> you got to see him, though. That'll make sense. You oh, just look man. at him and you're like, you look like a shady Democrat. <laughs> you just like got, got the like got the tie that's like yeah. two buttons short of his belt buckle. And like, yep. <laughs> Oh, jeez. And this is why we're doing this podcast and why we're mm-hmm. involved with the Young Democrats and the Democratic Party at large, because we need to get better people in there. You know, we need to make sure that our party is doing what we want it to. Did and you we see want a, a seat at the table. A video, I forget her name. We can't pronounce her name, but she's from New York, the Young Turks. And she got a whole giant rant about the funding of the party. Oh, oh yeah. Namiki. Yeah, yeah Namiki. Somebody, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty intense. Like, I know some people who are senior citizens and they posted about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. It's a goal of mine is to be in a committee and scream fucking corruption at the whole crowd and then yeah. be like, oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, li- live on C-SPAN. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> it's corruption light now. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Is awesome the word to use? <laughs> awesome. Right, to wrap up SB3. Yeah. Awesome. The only reason it would be awesome is because we'll veto it. Thank yeah. somebody. Well, so that's my thing. I, that's my question, I guess. I wonder if now that he vetoed it, will the House and Senate try and fight it and push it through? They have the ability to do that. They do. They. I mean, I don't know <clears throat> that they had the votes to override the veto, which is something theoretically they could do. But I, based on who voted for it the first time around, mm-hmm. I don't think they have the votes to do that, mm-hmm. mercifully. Um, but I mean, I don't know what kind of horse trading they're going to do. I don't know how, what, what arms they're going to twist. Well, my fear is that they're going to see 2018s coming up and then force through all the extremely conservative bills as yeah. fast as possible. I mean, that's that's a distinct possibility is that they're mm-hmm. going to see the writing on the wall and try and, you know, do as much atrocious stuff as they can and kind of turn us into a state like, I want to say Texas, where they made it as difficult as possible to get medical care and they shut down all the Planned Parenthood clinics and yeah. all that stuff. And now they have the highest infant mortality rate, mm-hmm. like in the civilized world. Yeah. Cause we had, that's when people were driving over the border of Texas to go into New Mexico Yeah, to Albuquerque and, that was a that was a nightmare. But everybody can either mm-hmm. afford three hundred dollars worth of gas to drive across the yeah. state of Texas, or bus fare, plane tickets, train tickets. You know, especially if they're in that kind of situation. This conversation was gonna get crazy. I'm gonna back. I mean, get crazy, man. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Okay. You want the truth? Well, no. But see, I mean, if you think about it, so okay, let's say SB three does go into effect. I have a revolutionary thing to tell people is that. Abortions will not stop. Nah. People won't stop having sex. Yeah. People won't that stop too. getting abortions. Yeah. It, it'll be happening in people's garages like it was before. And that's the other thing is this wasn't like making it cr- like all it was saying was that this decision should be between a medical professional and the woman who's pregnant and the state should not be putting their hands on it for us for a legislature that is complaining and had complained about Obama's big government, you really do want to start putting your hands all over women's bodies. Yeah, a government small mm. enough to fit inside a woman's uterus. I just find that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Their specific version of, you know, they always want to accuse Democrats and the left of social engineering, mm-hmm. quote unquote, when they're trying to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Whether it's with, you know, healthcare stuff like this, whether it's with... um you know, whether it's with 
tax plans, whether whatever it is, they they just it's not that they have a problem with picking winners and losers. It's not that they have a problem with the government sort of imposing mm -hmm. its will. They just want to make sure that the people who are winning are the ones they want to win, mm -hmm. which in their case is old straight white men. And and basically anything else that exists is is ours. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if they care so much about unborn babies, why don't they care about them after they're born? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Chip, like Congress is not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. They're not they're not funding the children's health insurance program. It's and they the the problem is that they've decided to brand themselves as pro life mm -hmm. when they don't give a shit about that that person's mm. life. Nope. They're pro birth. That's fine. That's it. But once you're born, you know, shut up and get a job. Mm -hmm. You're on your own, kid. <laughs> exactly. Go work in a factory. Exactly. You've like got my grandpappy used to, like, Jesus. You got tiny hands. You can get in all them little crevices. <laughs> you can get in them machines. Why, why are we all of a sudden having, like, a real nasty Southern? We're like, your hands can get in that machine, boy. Like, no. That's it's wrong. It's wrong. I mean, well, mm, <laughs> it's not great. It's not great, but I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> it could be worse. Oh, man, I feel like that's as good a place as any to stop there at. You go. There you go. Before it's too late. Before it's too late. We're going to shift gears now into our regular feature of what did millennials kill this week? Mm -hmm. uh, this week, uh, we have a story about how uh, millennials killed the Christmas card. And yes, we're saying Christmas again. It's a, it's safe to do that finally. <laughs> <The> thanks <wh> to <laughs> Thank you, fearless leader, that it's safe to say the word Christmas now. As long as we don't say hanukkah or solstice or yule candle nights no. yule <laughs> speaking of do you see the snl skit where they're like the war on christmas is finally over thanks it's being replaced with the war on north korea <laughs> that's what i feel like you can say merry christmas again I when the sketch for closely jones on roaster with the boo box yes yes that's exactly yeah it. you were telling me about this in the car on the way over Liz. <laughs> but <laughs> i missed that but it's it's <laughs> you get a chance guys Christmas is fine if that's what you're into. Literally, it yeah. was Leslie Jones, Amoroso, with the boombox. We're playing the Apprentice theme song. <laughs> Don't say anything. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, I got to see this. But, you know, whatever you're into is fine. It's all fine. But um, there is a writer for uh, the CBC in Manitoba, Canada. Um, Katie McKinnon uh, wrote an opinion piece saying millennials are killing the Christmas card, and that's not a bad thing. I uh, will post a link to this in the show notes, uh, but just to read a little bit of it uh, to you guys. For every baby boomer frantically dashing about town picking up Christmas gifts and holiday-themed greeting cards right now, there's a millennial who probably did all their holiday shopping online. After all, perhaps one of the key defining characteristics of a generation is its staunch desire to do things differently than the generation that came before. Millennials in particular have been lambasted across the board for various atrocities where the sheltered generation, the special snowflakes, the narcissists who can't wait for the next social media platform to drop so that we can share another selfie. And now you can add to the list of accusations that we're killing the Christmas card. But why should that be a bad thing? The author goes on to talk about, um, no, they, they prefer they pronouns. Um, they go on to talk about, um, you know, how basically social media has replaced the postal system. Uh, we don't bother, you know, doing mm -hmm. <laughs> that long, obnoxious letter that your crazy aunt sends out every year with everything that happened over the past year. Instead, it's just, hey, we're doing a cool thing. <laughs> I hope you're doing a cool thing, too. Everybody in my office that hands out Christmas cards is, like, 50 or older. <laughs> mm. um, everybody else just goes around and, like, talks to each other. <laughs> no. 
this is the second time we've done it and i feel like i've been i'm exhausted i'm exhausted <laughs> <sighs> it's gonna get so much worse you, yeah i know it's gonna be like oh i can't even think i can't even speak it's just so ridiculous um <laughs> killing the christmas card wow all right well well one i think the christmas cards that i've seen coming out from millennials you know whoever they are um those are so much better my friend was taking a christmas picture and it was her holding a cat and the cat was dressed up like Santa. That's the quality content yes. that you better be sending me. <laughs> Look, I love you all. Your the baby's not that cute. All right, I don't <laughs> care. That come on, we get it. We know you have a baby. Nope. Don't be plastering that shit everywhere and be like Christmas wish. Like no, save the paper. Stop. Just stop. What we what we wanted to do was actually get me, my wife, and the cats yeah and and put us all in ugly christmas sweaters yes and just send that out to all like on facebook and twitter and shit. yes there is a picture in my facebook profile pictures of me in this exact sweater that <laughs> with the with the, oh, yeah. uh, the, di- with the background yeah well with it was the a, holiday holiday dinosaurs holiday, kept pulling yeah. sleighs yeah instead of rudolph it's a, a t-rex with a rope around his neck beautiful but for 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 the gift for my mom for christmas it was me my sister and our two dogs in ugly Christmas sweaters. That is the shit you should be sending in the mail. Yes. I know what you and your whole family looks like. I don't need an update because I guess millennials are too busy attached to their phones. I already know all your updates. Yeah, exactly. We've been we've been sending you updates like yeah. twice a day for the past nine months. Like send, it's fine. Send me a meme for the card. <laughs> that I'll hang up. <laughs> Get me give me a good laugh. <laughs> give me something I'm gonna laugh at. But it's like, you know, the fact that it's so it's so connected at this point, the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, we are spending so much of our time sort of telling other people what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It eliminates the need for that sort of snail yeah. mail, you know, uh, little Johnny graduated college yeah. in May and, you know, everything's been great with the job hunt. And if they want to say millennials are killing the postal service, no, it's the U S government is killing the postal service. Yeah, dog. So have some tea for a little bit on that one. <laughs> I'll let you put that one together. It's ridiculous. Absolutely nuts. But, uh, yeah, I mean, two people sent me Christmas cards. Uh, one was uh, Bob Gwynn, who is my district council person mm-hmm. here in Upper Darby. Uh, He's a Democrat, right? Yeah, he is. I is was it? filling out to make sure because Charlie Romney gave me a list of people, and yeah. he made, she told me to make sure if they're all Democrat. Yeah, he's a he's a very nice guy. He's an older gentleman though. Uh, big Villanova guy. So <laughs> the Christmas card is just a picture of the Villanova Wildcat, basically over and over. I, I received two Christmas cards, one from him and one from my wife's grandmother. Those were the only Christmas cards that I got See, in the mail. And that's kind of, you know, that's, that's what you thing. expect. Yeah, I don't send or receive them from friends because, like, I, I know I know what you guys are doing. I'm, I'm not going to call someone out on this, but there's someone I know. And they, luckily I don't think they'll listen to this, so I can say it. I went over... And there are tons of Christmas cards from people my age. I'm like, they, what people do this? And it's just them. And it's like, best wishes. And I'm like, I just saw you. <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? And like all these, but it's like, it's, it's the two of you. Again, cats, dogs, memes, something of that very, hamsters. <laughs> yes. Any house, pets. A hamster wearing a Santa hat. Oh my God. That's going to be my card. That's what I'm sending out. Yes. The Delco Young Dems is going to invest and send it. No, we're not. That would be great, though. That should be our holiday card, is yes. we dress a hamster up in a Santa outfit and send it out. 
Just well, we we'll, we'll send it out to every Democrat under 42, and then they'll be asking where all their donation money's going to, and we'll be like, to sending memes in the mail. You're welcome. We're the most popular group in the county now. You know, winning, winning friends and influencing people. Not a bad idea. I'd say we should consider it. Bring it up at the next meeting. Oh, man. Any thoughts on this? Do Do people ever send holiday cards out to you or nah, no really. <laughs> is it even a thing that's you, crossed your mind you're yeah. safe no <laughs> send out make halloween holiday cards a thing that's what i want to see send me your costumes you know what i did i actually <laughs> i like they make actual halloween cards mm-hmm. i actually bought one this year absolutely it's just a plain white card and just in black type this card is haunted and it's black inside <laughs> See, simple yet elegant. <laughs> simple yet sophisticated. Oh, it was a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. We're gonna start that. That's another movement we're gonna start. Absolutely. Podcast Halloween cards <laughs> and holding we... your politicians accountable. Yes, yes. If, if there are two things, if there are two things that we get, it is call your call your representatives, know who they are, and send memes through the mail. Absolutely. <laughs> Those are the two things that we want everybody to do. Uh, and you can rely a, on us for yes yes we we try not to <laughs> we try not to overpromise here <laughs> we, the new the page should be edited to be like in the darkest night that whole speech and then just us sending memes <laughs> all right guys um we've had a lot of fun here today <laughs> yeah. it's been a good time um, no after after all of that i want to catch our breaths a little bit and since <clears throat> self-care is important I just want to go around the table and talk about something that we've enjoyed recently just to lighten our spirits a little bit here before the holiday. Um, Alyssa, what have you enjoyed recently? I finished my first full semester of college. I've just awesome. been relaxing lately. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That is... Oh that is <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. That is, that awesome. is super cool, yeah. And it's 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 just like a weight off your shoulders, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like... Well, I started early, so I had two in the summer, had like five the fall, and I had like five next semester. Oh, man. Yeah, that's you're not kidding around then. <laughs> you are trying to get out early. But yeah, no, that's a beautiful thing. Just sitting there and being able to turn your brain off is beautiful. That's cool, what you got? Yeah, so I guess for me I'm I'm sorry, Alyssa, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I probably spent my last day handing in anything to Temple University. Huzzah. Um oh my god. It's been it's been a long time. Next podcast I'll talk about my seven year college experience. <laughs> um yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, did that and then uh, took a shot. <laughs> it was uh, I, like in the poli sci department. It just felt good. It just felt like nice, full circle. So Some, something particularly tasty or just literally whatever, whatever I could find. I was like, fireball, that'll do. Let's bring it. <laughs> oh man, put it in a little flask. You're a braver man than I, sir. <laughs> Do not yeah, mess with brave me. or desperate. I, let's be honest. I think at that point it was one of those two at least. <laughs> it was mainly desperation at that point. <laughs> You know what? Congratulations to you, sir. You? All right. As far as a thing that I have enjoyed recently, I have like a super soft spot for like Christmas movies Mm -hmm. because I'm like secretly like 55 years old. (laughs) You send out your holiday card yet? Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody got them. They had had bears on them. It was awesome. There you go. (laughs) But I have this weird soft spot for holiday movies. Um I went on Netflix and watched A Very Murray Christmas, which mm. came out, I think, a year or two ago, but I just watched it uh, the other day. 
Oh my God, it's amazing. It's so good. It's Bill Murray being Bill Murray, and then like a bunch of bi- a bunch of musical artists just sing songs when they get snowed into the hotel, and it's this whole big thing. It's almost like like the old school Christmas specials they used to mm-hmm. do that end up like with Bing Crosby doing a duet with David Bowie. Um, it was it was it was amazing. Check that out on Netflix. Seriously, I was just gonna say I was like I've never seen that. Yeah, absolutely. A very Murray Christmas. It's it's <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Like my steady diet of the Grinch and Charlie Brown, oh. and then dude, the Grinch is like one of the finest pieces of animation in history. Animation of literature in this <laughs> yes. century. Oh my god. The yes. Grinch. Oh, so good. So good. The Grinch is the most relatable character for me. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eats eats like a pig hates Christmas and wants to live in a cave above Whoville <laughs> and is green. Also has a really good dog. Oh, has the, yeah, the best dog. He has yeah, got a dude. gut. It, I'm, li- uncanny comparison. This is, this is why, this is why I'm so into it. But yes. So watch all of the Christmas movies that you want or the whatever movies you want right now. Um, yeah, this will probably be up sometime the weekend before Christmas. Mm. So if you do Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't do Christmas, enjoy your long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and thank you for joining us once again on the Delco Young Democast. Like, rate, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. That's YouTube, isn't it? Like, rate, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Check out my channel. Um, <laughs> don't forget to tip. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget to tip. See us on Twitch. Know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be streaming live. <laughs> Okay. streaming light and, and just keep like, like get that light so it flickers so that like every once in a while it's just like <laughs> i i can make that happen <laughs> we'll fake a haunting we'll be rich yes yes absolutely don't please tell your friends uh subscribe to us uh we're on itunes google play stitcher all of your favorite podcatchers uh yeah check us out on facebook yeah Alyssa's always our social media director for the young dem so she's always putting putting cool stuff up on instagram and facebook and all that uh, so you can find the Delco Young Dems, all of those places. You can find the Delco Young Democast, some of those places. Mm-hmm. I want to thank the band Tin Mouth for letting us use their song, Generation to Generation, as our theme song. Uh, and I want to thank you guys yes. for listening. So thanks again, and we will talk to you very soon. Because-